Hey there, I'm Eric J. Olson. And I'm Kevin Daisy. You're listening to the Managing Partners Podcast, where we interview top lawyers about how they're growing their firms. Hey, everybody, it's Eric J. Olson coming at you live again. Today, I am interviewing Chris Hagen. Hi, Eric. How you doing today? I'm doing great. Uh, thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Cool. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Sure. I'm a partner at Perkins Cooey, which is a national law firm based on the West Coast, but I'm actually in their Washington office. And my practice is primarily you know, business law, corporate law, with a focus on private equity and mergers and acquisitions. Awesome. So within, within your practice areas, in particular, the mergers and acquisitions, what are some of your specializations or the kinds of clients that you work with? Sure. Well, I work a lot with different, either private equity funds, family office, sometimes venture capital funds, but also even their portfolio companies. And I've been fortunate or unfortunate enough to been engaged in over 400 acquisitions in my career where I've you know, represented buyers or sellers from as little as $1 million to well over a billion dollars and with a lot in between. And what I do, it doesn't really, I'm agnostic on what the industry is. So I'll represent companies in all different industries, but I would say I primarily focus on business services, software, and industrial companies. I got you. A billion dollar merger or acquisition. That's yes, ridiculous. I have done that. I, I don't, that is not every day. I'd say my sweet spot is probably between 10 million to hundred million. That's really what I, most of the deals I do are in that spot. Nice. Uh, are, are you seeing, uh, so actually I wanted to ask you about COVID and how COVID has kind of sure. impact the M&A world. And uh, have you seen like an increase or decrease in any particular segments because of that? Um, well, first of all, COVID's made a big impact. It's And one of it's done through a couple of things, but it's really, it's the finance world has changed a lot. For example, there's been the availability of both EID, which are economic development loans and PPP loans, which people are familiar with now. And these loans have now led to a lot of companies getting financing, but it's not so easy to get rid of them as they thought. The If you're going through a process of trying to go ahead and get them forgiven, it takes time. And some banks, for example, like Chase, are not even accepting applications to forgive yet. So that makes it difficult to sell your company. That's one. Number two is a lot of banks, because of COVID, the nervousness, they're afraid to finance deals. So deals that need financing are often having trouble. That said, that doesn't mean that all deals are done, are not being done. There's certainly a lot of healthcare deals are getting done because that's still a hot industry. You'll still see a lot of deals done in the distribution industry. I mean, obviously, Amazon is doing great. Hmm. So I, I know that right in the um, residential market, uh, housing mm-hmm. market in particular, it is a seller's market. It is, That's right. Does uh, Do M&As go through kind of similar uh, changes where it goes from a buyer's market to Absolutely. a seller's market? And where are we at, where are we at now? Absolutely. It's, de- it's definitely a buyer's market right now you know, was a, a strong seller's market until COVID came along. Basically, though, a lot of sellers are, you know, unless they have to sell, are being advised by most investment banks to, hey, wait till the first quarter of 2021, slow down. And so as a result, M&A is probably down about 50% from what it normally would be at this time as of last year. But I think it will rebound. But I do think most sellers are being cautious because they usually – Unless they're in a specific, you know, hot industry, they can't command a premium right now in this market. 
Yeah, I gotcha. Okay, cool. Uh, as far as your firm goes, how have you guys done recently? Have you grown and uh, and how so? Sure. Well, we've held our own. Obviously, COVID has affected every law firm. I mean, there are client pressures that, let's face it, a lot of clients have, uh, you know, you know, have problems. They need to then turn to their lawyers and say, hey, can you take a haircut with us now too here because we're all suffering. So there's been some of that. But I also think it also does lead to new opportunities. We've done um, hundreds and hundreds of PPP loans on behalf of our clients um, over the the last year, we've also been, you know, helping our clients guide through the legal and labor issues that are involved in these type of situations. Um, but as a firm, we've, we're holding our own. We've, we've definitely expanded. We're, as I said, we started really as a West Coast firm, but now we're, you know, getting stronger as we go east. We now have an Austin office and we're building our Chicago, New York and D.C. offices as we speak. Very nice. Congratulations. That's awesome. Thanks. So uh, a lot of people that are going to be watching this either uh, are, are interested in the marketing aspect of business. Mm -hmm. uh, is, is there a particular marketing strategy that's worked well for you? Yeah, there is. The one thing I've really found, and I think it resonates with businesses, is to be value added. And what I mean by that is to come up with ideas or introductions that are off the charts in terms of helping people with their business. Too many lawyers are lawyers, lawyers, so they're just, they're good technocrats. They can draft the document and dot all the I's and cross the T's. But can you help your client structure a deal or make an introduction to a good executive or to a deal itself? Those kind of things, I think, sort of separate those of us who are kind of more business lawyers than just lawyers, lawyers. So that's what I like to that's do. Awesome. I like to market to my clients by you know, giving them opportunities or being there to that they can just brainstorm an idea without worrying about the meter turning on. Fantastic. So if someone would like to brainstorm with you right now, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Uh, the best way to get in touch with me is probably shoot me an email at chagan at perkinscooey.com or you can look me up on LinkedIn um, and, uh, you know, I'd be happy to speak to people and, you know, brainstorm with them and, and be honest with them whether this is the right thing they're doing or wrong thing. And, and, you know, who knows, it could lead to something or it may just be, you know, to give them some advice that they should, you know, stand fast right now and, you know, ride it out. That's awesome. Uh, I know your time is valuable. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for joining us. For anyone who's watching now or may watch later, if you're interested in digital marketing and you are a doctor, lawyer or home services professional, reach out to us at, at this is a Raycom. Thank you. Thank you.